For a time, we tried to contact him by radio, but no response. Yes, y'all. Welcome in, everybody, to the Troy Palomalu edition of the Dumb Marks Podcast. <laughs> Oreo cookie edition. The original Oreo cookie edition. Uh, your favorite Saturday brunch, bunch boys back in the house, the triple effect. Chris is somewhere over on the West Coast out, you know, living up Bob Ross's favorite paintings right now. He was sending pictures in a group chat of just landscapes, just snow-capped mountains in the background, <laughs> lakes. I'm like, what are you... What are you doing out there, dude? <laughs> so yeah, he's over in the in the, what Seattle, right? He's over in Seattle mm-hmm. yes. for for a little little family trip out there. Um, so he he will be back joining us next week. Um, we we may have, we may have gotten his drink of the week review. I'm not sure if he sent that through the group chat or not before the the show came on. So I don't know if he did that or not, but. Um, Gentlemen, how we doing? We good, Donald? I know you still fooded and booted. Yes, I am. <laughs> yep. I still got another, uh, what is it, two weeks before my appointment. So, yeah, like the swelling underneath the toe now is uh, gone. So now I'm really starting to feel the pain where uh, the impact was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like testing it out, putting pressure and stuff on it. But as soon as I put the pressure on it, it's like... Nah, yeah. It's, yeah, so yep. So no wonder why they told me at least three weeks. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm I'm potting here on about uh, about three hours and forty five minutes to sleep. Um, was up till about two something last night. Woke up at six. Me and the wife went and did a little walk this morning down down the waterfront. Walked along the trail. Finished up some grocery shopping. It's been been a productive day already. You know what I mean? Like I may crash mm-hmm. at seven o'clock tonight, but uh, <laughs> right now it's, it's it's been a productive day. You know, mm-hmm. it's already right. midday form for you. Yeah, I'm like just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go back to bed and call it a day. Like I, you can't get much better than what I had so far this morning. Like you, you I'm know, just what getting mean? up sleep out my eyes, and y'all didn't y'all didn't did the world today. I know you can't. You couldn't find your podcasting pants. What's up with that? <laughs> you, got pod, you got podcasting pants. Legitimately yes. podcasting pants. Yes, so I can roll out of bed and just slide these bad boys on and go. And I'm go surprised you even put pants on. It's from the waist up. Like we like. You never know. The camera might or the the laptop might fall. You never know. <laughs> yeah, it might be. What is, what is that? The uh, the Folgers commercial where where the dude. It's drinking his coffee, he's got his cup of coffee down and it's playing and he's just in his drawers on the Zoom meeting. Yeah, well these were these were like Zoom pants too, so I ain't wanna be on with the fellas just like straight Winnie the Pooh it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know I know I got the I know I got I know I got the Azure Dark shirt on, but but we don't need the uh, the twigs and berries popping through. You know what I mean? like, we saved that for, for another episode, but um all right, um so with all that being said, um, glad everybody had a had a decent week so far. Um, a lot to get into this week, um, but let's let's run through the intro here and hop on any of the usual topics that we go through. 
before we get into the the shits and giggles of everything, um, what do you guys want to start at? You want to start with with uh, video game stuff? You want to start with TV movies? What do you guys want to want to get into? I'll start with the video game stuff. Um, WB Games Montreal uh, studio that's up in Montreal, of course. Uh, they are in the project of making a new Superman game. So it actually was supposed to have been 2013. It was in development, then got canceled, and it got picked up again. So look for it to come out. Um, what they said, they said definitely not uh, before the Gotham Knights game, but they said sometime within the next two or three years. So finally, a decent Superman game will be oh, out. Better than that 64 one. Oh, that one was the worst. No. <laughs> the I, don't worst. Even, I don't even remember the Superman game for 64. Oh, that was bad. like. <laughs> I, think I, don't think I, I don't think I ever played it. Yeah, Dude, I don't think man. I ever played that. I played it one time and I couldn't get the control. <laughs> it was hard to control and they had no plot, no point, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just there flying through like rings the whole time. Like that I was think it. it might be rated the worst super maybe the worst game, but the, the worst, worst superhero yeah. game. Uh uh-huh. it did uh the only other uh video game news I had, uh Walmart had a real big PS5 restock this week. And uh, people who ordered the digital ones, Walmart actually overcompensated and overordered on the digitals. So people didn't get their digital copies at all. But on a cool part for them, the people who ordered the digitals and they didn't get them, they gave them a regular standard one free of charge. So they didn't have to pay the extra hundred dollars. So Walmart was like, hey, it's our fault. We uh, we overcompensated on the digitals and that stuff. But we have more standard so we'll send you the standard free of charge so yeah i had that i had that <laughs> article i had that article saved off mm-hmm. um, that i saw this week with that so yeah so actually um, a company like doing the right thing for a change i heard they was we were sit, uh, sending out replenishment emails like for people who already got systems yeah <laughs> yeah it was I, in, the, in the article that i read it was for the people that bought the four the four hundred dollar system they were getting mm-hmm. the emails letting them know um <laughs> and that but yeah i saw and, and then jay i saw you posted this this earlier this week. the retro the retro video game store um out there with the 20 year was it the 20 20 year edition of nba street i believe it was 20 years i don't know if it was an, i don't know if it was an edition but i know it's been 20 years since 20 years Wow, really? Yo, I spent the game felt like it just came out like maybe seven years ago. <laughs> the amount of hours I put in on NBA Street oh, I on the PS2 <laughs> was insane. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite games on the PS2. <laughs> you unlocked the Yeti, it was game over. <laughs> you were blocking everything. <laughs> My favorite combo is uh, slip and slide, serving it up, dinner, sir. Just give me those two things, and I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, like that was, you doing a soundtrack. Like, I mean, it, like think think about think about the the evolution of of video games just from from NBA Jam on Sega, which you know is, is it the shoes? He's on fire, like the alley oops and all that. If you look at that, and then you look at what NBA Street was. It like blew your mind back then if you if you're our age and you were playing both mm-hmm. like that was you know NBA Jam was was like seven eight year old me on the sticks nonstop playing all night long in the summertime and then NBA Street was high school me 
<laughs> on the sticks playing all night long. Like, mm-hmm. just yeah. I wish I wish EA Big was back in business. I did. Yeah, like bring yeah. back. Yes, in this yeah, bring back street, bring bring back NFL street, bring back NFL blitz. Let me get NFL blitz back on the yeah. on the sticks. Yeah, SSX. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all EA shutting down those uh, smaller companies they bought up. Fuck EA. <laughs> when it comes down to can't stand them. I can't say y'all, y'all be buying Madden in a, in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody be buy that college in a couple years. <laughs> oh, that that college is gonna get worn out. Like that that that's oh, yes. gonna get worn out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's all I had mm-hmm. on the gaming front. I had nothing else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else did I see for video games? Um, looks like I saw there was an article in, on Game Rant that uh, October is going to be a huge, huge month for video games. Um, as far as what's being released in that, let me see what they have some of the. So, uh, Far Cry 6 is October 7th. Mm-hmm. That's Ubisoft. Uh, what else we got? Metroid Dread is October 8th. That looks serious. Back for Blood is October twelfth. Battlefield Battlefield twenty forty two is October twenty second, and then probably the game that I'm most excited for, Guardians of the Galaxy, is October twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So those right there. Oh, and Mario Party Superstars is October 29th. So, and then November's big too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like did, did they announce a new Call of Duty in November, or are they just going to stack on Warzone? I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I didn't see it on the Warzone too, like everything else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, October um, might have to might have to rob a bank or something. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, buy them video games up. Uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what what the, what all they put on the Game Pass because um, I know they're. July, they announced three games already for July. None that I are gonna, not, none of the games I'm gonna play. But um, it'll be interesting to see what comes directly on Game Pass that you're able to play right there. So hopefully that Guardians, they put that Guardians on there because that that looks really, really dope right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anything else on the gaming front? No, Donald, you went and saw Fast Nine. Yes, yesterday. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, without giving any spoilers, um, you know, for those of us that are truly in, in in the Fast and Furious franchise, I rewatched Tokyo Drift yesterday. Every time that movie's on, I don't know why. That's like one of my favorites. <laughs> it could just be Bow Wow with the with the. You can't just walk up in the commodity place, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I think that's where I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> It gets, it gets me every time. It doesn't matter where, where it's at in the movie, at what points in the very beginning, or there could be <laughs> 10 minutes left. I stop and watch Tokyo Drift. Um, but uh, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I give it in the middle. I, I, I really give it in the middle. I was giving it a shot, but man, it felt like I was watching the Mission Impossible movie. I swear to goodness, I thought I was watching Mission Impossible. Here's That's the key question. Did you get an attitude adjustment? No. I was looking for it the whole time. No, you did. You know you, you get a rock bottom in everyone. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I really was looking for it. I was like, it's right at this part. Nah. Yeah, but what they need to do, they need to take the female cast and just make a movie with them. 
boy, because they were looking fine as hell. Every one of them. Don't we say that with every uh, every DC TV show? <laughs> every <laughs> one of them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't um, mind it for the um, the backstory. They mm-hmm. went on a more the backstory of the Toretto, so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, so, so the backstory, that's it, right? That's the final installment, right? No, oh, we're going to eleven. Did they said eleven? I thought ten was the final one. They said eleven. They said, "Oh, come on, man!" Oh, they gotta go to space. <laughs> that's what kills every franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of space and 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 um, you know worlds unknown, did you guys catch up and watch Loki this week? I did. Mm-hmm. I, this show, I uh, I was upset this week whenever it ended, like because it was shorter out of the three episodes, time wise, mm-hmm. run wise, it was shorter, and I wasn't expecting it to cut when it did, <laughs> and I thought like I thought I was watching the Sopranos finale all over again. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like. So I like rewound and I'm like, oh, that was really the end of the episode this week. But, yeah, uh, I was just like you too. I was like, and I was like, that's it. Like, oh, come on now. <laughs> these Man. these last these last three episodes are going to be really really interesting. I still like I guess, the last. I still like the second episode. That was so good. <laughs> I think this. I think this week's episode is is going to be. Is going to be very pivotal for how the rest of the series shakes out, and I think there were there was a lot of little stuff in this episode that if you weren't paying attention to, as as the last three episodes come out, like you'll you'll miss stuff. So I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch this episode. Um, it's I guess yeah, I could definitely tell where like the Doctor Strange stuff might come into play at for the way it's playing out, given it's called the Multiverse of Madness and that stuff. So it's like. I could definitely see where they're trying to go with this. Since you brought up Doctor Strange, one of the things I, I saw this week um, in an article says Doctor Strange 2 is reportedly featuring Namor, Professor X, and Mr. Fantastic. Okay, I heard Namor, but Professor X and Mr. Fantastic, that's okay. <laughs> so we, we may get the first um, X-Men sighting in a, in a Marvel franchise. Um, mm-hmm. Here, so interesting to see if that's just all rumor mill or if it actually shapes up. There's so there's going to be so much that that movie like at this point because of how everything is and like all the reports are out there and rumors. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to go in with like all these expectations and then it just doesn't live up to the hype, or if you're going to be blown away by what they actually do pull off because. It, it's not what was expected at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're keeping stuff in the tuck. They're gonna they're gonna hit you with it, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, they pulled that off." Mm-hmm. So, I, don't, I don't know. But it'll be here before we know it. It's February of next year, so you're, yeah. you're talking six months from now. So the way the way they got stuff lined up for the rest of the year now, it'll it'll be here soon, and, and <sighs> things will get tied in. Um, mm-hmm. So Mar- Marvel's hitting the ground running. Black Widow comes out on July 9th. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what? Two two weeks away. Two weeks. Are you guys planning on going to the theater to watch Black Widow? I might try to. I think we I might. That. I, th- I, th- I think I might try to because, like they always say, the movies. This movie's made for the big screen. It's not made for your phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, 
I, I didn't have nothing else, like no snacks wise, nothing, nothing like that. Um, I did. Oh, man, let me throw these in there real quick. Yeah, I was gonna say I just I oh. saw you with the uh, the other day. Um, those, those are definitely it. No, no, yeah, yeah. Your hand can't I was, stop. I was, at Walmart. I was at Walmart yesterday and couldn't. I didn't. I didn't find them. We sold out. I think we got another batch in though. Like we sold out quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, might, you might have to you might have to scoop me up one and, and I'll ask you on the rebound. Um, yeah, I got, I got mine like a week early. Let me go on ahead and take a bottle. I don't even know if be out. You scout around the vendor room. That's, that's why I lied and said I went to the gas station to get them. <laughs> yeah, they're walking around like, what you got on these pre-rolls, man? <laughs> I, I ain't want nobody knowing where I got my stash from. <laughs> or raid That's funny. <laughs> oh, one thing movie-wise, too, uh, the Halloween Kills trailer came out uh, this week. Mm-hmm. And, man, as a horror person, that looks good. Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't I didn't watch it. Um, I did watch the Shang, uh, Shang-Chi 2 trailer. I didn't get to watch that yet. Go watch that. Um, very, very interesting ending to that trailer i will say that so that'll be a tease for next week um on the intro that's your homework for this week for this week's episode <laughs> go watch that go watch that trailer and see if you pick up what, what's there uh, um at the end um because it'll 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 have a lot more a lot more questions than answers but it looks fantastic like mm-hmm. i'm so pumped for that movie um that movie in the Eternals is, is what I'm looking forward to the most right now, I, because I think with those two, it's going to be something completely different than what Marvel's done from a superhero yeah. movie perspective. Like the way the Eternals is, it looks like it's shot and, and portrayed and everything right now looks like an actual like cinematic movie, not just like another superhero movie. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then Shang Chi, man, that. I think the, I think the impact of that could be like what like, the Bruce Lee kung fu movies did back in the seventies, mm-hmm. is is how I think it's going to play out. But mm-hmm. super pumped for those two. Yeah, I think uh, Doctor Strange and Eternals are really going to be like a flashpoint, you know, like a major major loop in the uh, MCU. I think those two movies are really going to pull out a lot of information. Stuff. And then the, the last thing that I wanted to address in the intro, um, us being from Pittsburgh and Jason's favorite iced tea company, there was from uh, some stuff posted this week by Chris's sister out in out in central PA somewhere. Don't know exactly where, but there was an imposter Turner company out there. <laughs> or was it an original? No. <laughs> the the picture itself, it's 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 straight thievery. Look at this. <laughs> the label, the writing, the coloring, the copyright infringement. <laughs> so, as a fellow Yinzer and a dedicated, you reported it. <laughs> what, did, what did I do with this information? I went directly to the source. I tweeted Turner's with the picture. And what I they said, do, you said this is the original. I said, at Turner's, you need to send somebody out to Central PA right now and stop this gimmick infringement and sue for IP rights 
because this is bullshit. And what did they tweet back to me? Straight thievery. That's right. (laughs) Copyright. Trademark. When you're the best, what do they say? Imitation is a form of flattery. (laughs) Joker, girls, or guers. I don't even know how you pronounce it. You can try to intimidate the original, but you will never be better than the original. Okay. What if they stole it and got bigger than uh, Quay, Quay, whatever the hell it is? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I couldn't believe it whenever I saw that. I was, I was like, you know, I might drive to Central PA myself. <laughs> Take a barbs. Yeah, ridiculousness. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you not buy it, though? You're not supposed you to buy it. You got to buy it and try it. What if, what if it what if what if it's like a rogue Turner's employee that moved out to Central PA for the recipe? It's just out there making making Turner's slapping it in slapping it in his carton, and like the girls is his last name. He's just out there. mad. He's importing the Mon Valley water out to Central PA. <laughs> So if you guys are on Central PA listening to us and you see this iced tea or you know where this match is hit us up on social media and let us know. Because we'll 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 get to the bottom of this. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Out of spite. And 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 with that, I say let's wrap up this intro and let's get to well, I'm not gonna call Bell to Bell this week. This week we're gonna call it WTF because (laughs) WWE. Where's Chris? F. <laughs> That's it. Chris is so mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm new at the sticks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Down to bed, everybody. Who, who commented from the pod? Put, put that comment up. Is that Chris? Commenting from Dumb Marks on Facebook because he wasn't a yeah, He's right just like Shelly Pie and Vince's. Oh, it's Shelly Pie. Yeah, Chris. Anchors and Triangle. <laughs> All right. We can come back to that another time. We're in the Bell to Bell now. Donald's quick on the transition. We got new production people this week. the show. Killing the damn show. All right. Speaking of killing the business, killing the show, just jump in the WWE this week. Okay. Sunday night, Hell in a Cell. Uh, we gave out our predictions last week for the for the show. Uh, to be completely honest with you, um, I watched two matches on this on this show. Um, didn't wasn't interested in this at all. I caught the end of Sammy and KO. Um, with Sammy winning, which was a, a surprise, but they played off of the injury to Owens um, based off of what, what he got going on with Apollo and Commander Aziz. I saw Charlotte and Rhea and then Bobby and Drew um, to close out the show. So I saw the, those two matches, the end of KO and Sammy, and then I missed uh, Bianca, Bailey, and um, Alexa and Shayna. And uh, Cesaro Rollins. Cesaro Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the end of Bailey, Bailey and Bianca, and saw all of Seth and Cesaro. That was, that was it was a decent year review. Just I just hated the finishes, honestly. Except for Lashley's. His was like expected. 
even though I want him to win in dominant fashion. But yeah, I think you know I saw so I, I saw you know uh, some people tweeting out and that um, basically saying Cesaro's push is dead because you had him lose to Seth. Um, so that short-lived run for him after re-signing was was done. So um, they can move on from that. Um, I thought I thought uh, Alexa Bliss and Shayna had some had some interesting spots. You know, playing off of her being double jointed and and you know doing that for like the submission stuff and not really affecting her and all that. But then again, you get into like the voodoo black magic type stuff that <laughs> she's doing and that just kills the vibe for me with that um bailey and bianca i didn't watch um i saw some of the spots that they did though uh i liked it they got creative with some of the stuff that they did in there the sales the sales match has been happening so much like where like how do you do how do you do spots to keep it interesting at this point you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i thought i thought them two were were very good i don't know if TJ Wilson produced that match or not, normally he does majority of the women's matches. So if he did produce that match, shout out to him for helping them come up with some of those creative spots. Uh, and as well as them giving their input, um, I'm, I'm sure they did um, with, with that as well. So um, well, I watched with my family and they shit on the whole match. <laughs> the whole match. Here's my mother the whole time. You mean to tell me her makeup ain't coming on? You don't know if she's still red. My mom the whole time. <laughs> like, come on, you are killing me. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, mom, you take a ladder. Let me hit you with a ladder right now. <laughs> take her out back. <laughs> That's great. Um, so so how the cell happens? I think you know, not nothing, nothing big, not nothing, nothing really. Uh, Huge or, or implicating, uh, you know, for future stuff to happen yeah. with Um So what do we do? Because it's WWE. Well, we have a pay per view three, you know, three weeks from now. So let's automatically uh, just jump right into Money in the Bank, which they did on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Before before we get into into Raw and, and what went down on Monday night, Jay, I know you said you liked the show. What was it about the show that you liked? Because I want to see if your if your answer is what people on 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 the Twitter machine and else. Uh, one to me, Lashley and uh, Lashley and Xavier had the best Hell, uh, Hell in a Cell match of the week. <laughs> um, and that storyline between him and Kofi, I'm 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 looking forward to it. And then you had. I guess just because it wasn't the storyline, you had different matchups. So, a lot of people saying the same thing as you, and I guess the the overall gist of it was that um, the unexpected of of people winning matchups, and because there were stakes involved, made them enjoy the show more. Mm -hmm. Um, I hated raw monday night i watched all three i watched all all three hours of it i sat Mm -hmm. through it um the reason the reason why and this is this comes back to our fundamental difference jay between me and you and donald you can weigh in on this with with what side of the fence you sit on depending on what's going on but because you have a pay-per-view three weeks from the pay-per-view that just ended you're automatic like 
you hot shot everything. So yes, you slap stakes by putting money in the bank qualifying matches out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, when you look at who won, you know, people were so excited that Ricochet won. And me being the pessimist with that, I'm like, well, of course Ricochet won. It's money in the bank ladder match. You need to get the guys in there that's going to be able to do the spots Mm -hmm. to pop the crowd. So, yes, Ricochet won. He's in the match. Same thing with Morrison. Morrison can do the spots in the match. Um, I didn't like how Kofi just walked out and said, I challenge you to a match. And Lashley was like, I accept. And that's the pay-per-view title match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while Lashley and Woods, the match itself was really good. I enjoyed the match itself. But the fact that you just had a meaningless cell match on bitch box getting one mm-hmm. with no stakes at all. Title wasn't on the line. Uh, Xavier wasn't getting added to the title match for you know at Money in the Bank. He didn't qualify for Money in the Bank. He literally just had a cell match mm-hmm. as the the quote unquote building block to the beef between Kofi and and Lashley. And it's like what like it does nothing for me. It doesn't get me invested at all. What the match or the storyline? The storyline because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. What part of it? The fact that that Xavier had to get thrown to the wolves, or why was it like why was Xavier and Lashley in the cell? What, what like wasn't it just because Lashley was just like I want you, I want your your man's in the in the match. He wants Kofi, he wants Kofi in the match, but no outside interference. So that's what he wanted to do. Basically, take him out. Take yeah, take out Xavier altogether. But it's not like it's not like New Day's heels where Xavier interferes in matches. So like that right there just we just plays the trombone. Doesn't make sense. He's Kofi's P. That's all. (laughs) But so like, like I get it. Like you have to get to the next pay per view. But Mm -hmm. when you when you book these pay per views so close back to back, and we saw this with AEW whenever they had their their latest run, their one of their later latest runs. Um, I forget what two shows it was, but there wasn't a lot of build mm-hmm. in between, and it was the same thing. Where like, yeah, the matchups you want to see, but there wasn't time to build to anything properly, and everything got hot shotted to the point where it's like you don't care. I mean, uh, I get the. I get them doing it for the like the qualifying matches because there's no stakes. The stakes in that is just for to be in the match. So I, I get that. And, well, and and we'll we'll touch on what SmackDown did to just shit all over that last night. Well, um, they do they do it every they do it every time. It, it just depends on because you know, like last year they just do. I think Raw's men they just do their men in and well, yeah, well compete. So you had you had you had three qualifying matches on on Raw, right? Yeah. You had Ricochet win, Morrison win, and Riddle win. Okay. Yeah. There was a backstage segment with Cedric Alexander, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal, and Sheamus. Yeah. Four. And they were complaining to Pierce, like, why aren't we why aren't we in qualifying matches? These are our credentials. What you know, what's going on? All this stuff. And then after that segment, what did they announce for this coming Monday's Raw? 
Mm-hmm. The losers of the three the matches are in a triple threat for a qualifying spot. It makes no sense. I hate it, but I feel you need a big name in there. Because if you, if you put AJ in, he's putting somebody over. If you put <laughs> Randy all, in, I, plus he's for all tag champ. So <laughs> yeah, I think if you put Randy in, he's gonna either cost Riddle the match or help him win the match to put him over. I think if you put Drew in, he's gonna win. <laughs> So <laughs> that's why I don't want Drew in at all. But it's just, it's like so okay because you guys lost because you guys lost the qualifying match. Since you lost it, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna reward you mm-hmm. with another chance. Give you give you a participation trophy and then let you get another chance to qualify again. I don't like that, but you need a name in there. <laughs> nah. I'm rather better. I'm, I'm rather better with four qualifying matches. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's not a name. Come on. No. What? Not a he can, he, yeah, he can do the spots. He can do the spots, <laughs> but so can everybody else in the ring. You wouldn't rather see Jeff Hardy over Hell no. over, over Drew 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 Hardy. Where we're down to Hardy. Give me Alexander. You want to throw him in there? I would. I, honestly, I would I like. Would. I would. We stop bringing up Hardy. Either of them. <laughs> like they can still go, like they're still extreme, not, extreme Hardy. I'm not saying that he can still go. I'm the, you just brought up strictly name value, and Jeff Hardy to me is is just a, as a big of a name, if not bigger than than Drew McIntyre. He's level with Randy Orton. Name name for name. Not in the moment. Uh, not 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 in this current time. You just said name. <laughs> the hot person, right? Jeff ain't Jeff ain't hot. Um, so yeah, so th- so there's that, right? And then the women, the qualifying matches for women were tag team matches. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna put we're we're gonna have men do singles matches, women we're gonna have them do tag team matches, and. You, you get who? Who did you get on on Raw from Monday Naomi night? Naomi and uh, Oscar, and I forget the Nikki and Alexa. Alexa, Nikki and Alexa, and who was the other one? Oscar, Oscar Naomi, Naomi and Oscar. Yeah, so Naomi, Naomi and Oscar, they pulled the trigger and went with Dewdrop. They actually did it. That's a but real you- thing that was announced. But did you see how it came about? I did see how they how it came about. Okay. Piper Niven. You can't, you can't use Piper. She was getting ready to say it, and Eva Marie cut her off and called her Dewdrop. So all the heat goes on Eva Marie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I see that. My my suggestion, what I tweeted out, um, and I don't know where they're going with this storyline because they already threw a curveball and it's a week old mm-hmm. between them two. Like it's a week old. Um you saw Dew drop Piper Nevin drop off the apron. Even Marie lost. That's how Naomi and Oscar got into money in the bank. So there's already dissension between these two, even though they just came out last week and she was her protege. Her, yeah. her you know her 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 uh what um you know, her protege, whatever. Young boy. My, my thing is, if, if you want to get ultimate heat, 
This is what you should have done. This is how I would have booked it. As everybody says on Busted Open every week, if I had the pencil, this is what I would have done. <laughs> if I had the pencil for this situation, um, to make the internet wrestling community absolutely lose their minds, I would have had Piper do drop and Eva win on Monday night, go to Money in the Bank. You can't. He... Go to Money in the Bank, Drew do drop, takes out everybody in the match. Eva climbs up the ladder and gets the briefcase. She's your Money in the Bank winner to cash in. The amount of heat. I would have got heat. Well, I would have. And I'm talking Eva not do a single thing in Money in the Bank. <laughs> not a single thing. The only time you see her inside the ring during the it's, match is to climb up the ladder. That place would have booed the shit out of her. She would have. She'd have been the biggest heel in the company. Talk about <laughs> Of that alone, like if you're gonna do it, then go full bore with it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna troll people by having her out there and doing the same stuff that she was doing before she left the company, yeah. then lean into it a thousand percent and do yeah. stuff that's gonna actually piss people off. Don't do this already. There's dissension between them two, and Piper cost even the match, so now she's gonna be mad at her protege. And mm-hmm. like, I don't. No, like, why do that already? It's the story is seven days old, between <laughs> and she's and supposedly just... gone already. <laughs> well, she tweeted out that, that 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 was in air, and she hasn't been released, and mm-hmm. uh, so. <laughs> yeah, WWE, even... WWE on their on their website with their alumni section and active roster and all that they. It's still up because this is way in the company that more is still on the page. They shouldn't yeah, even they, have it up there. Yeah, <laughs> but no, like, like, one thousand percent go into it. If they would have did that mm-hmm. on Monday night and and given me that money in the bank, sold. I'm good. She doesn't have to cash in and win. You know what I mean? She can cash in and lose. But at the same time, the amount of heat that that would have generated, you would have you would have really accepted that if it happened. Absolutely. Because you're because you're leaning in, you're, you're trolling, you're trolling mm-hmm. the fans at that point. You're doing it purposefully, like there's meaning behind it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's not because somebody in creative came up with the great idea. You're actually you're taking what the fans want, uh-huh. and not only that, but to get into Money in the Bank, she beats Naomi again. See that? Naomi, Naomi stands. I don't think they want to go down that path. <laughs> Why not? Why not? They're not using her, so hey, it's Juneteenth. You don't want. There was no mention of that on Raw. that on Raw. What's that? <laughs> but no, but I mean seriously though, like do I it, do it. It's 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 different. It's unexpected, especially for but, them. Yeah, from them, yes. It's mm-hmm. something completely different from what they would do. But if this, if this whole gimmick, which when she started before she got released or before she, she, you know, they parted ways, it was a straight troll job. You know, every week it was something else. Oh, I have a wardrobe malfunction. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like she leaned into that a little bit. Like, oh, I had a headache last week. That's why Dewdrop took my match for me, and and because she's my protege, she she stepped up. Like, okay, great. Then keep doing that. And then over the next two weeks, you can have her do that. And it would get people more hot and more hot and more hot. And then you get to Money in the Bank. And they come out. 
and she just walks around the ring and she's cheering her on. The Dewdrop takes out everybody. And just when you think Dewdrop's going to climb up, Eva Marie comes in, taps her on the shoulder, tells her to step aside, and she slowly, <laughs> slowly, not fast, slowly climbs up that ladder. Get all those booze in. Get all those booze. Milk that to the fullest, right? Get up to the top step and pause and look around at everybody. <laughs> and let it rain in some more. And then reach up and grab that case. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. That would work, yeah. I bet that would get eyes on the show. <laughs> People would be livid. Livid. <laughs> livid. And then, and then you know what you do to make up for it? You have Dewdrop. Now you have Dewdrop turn on Eva and challenge her for the briefcase. And then you let Piper Nevin win the briefcase off of Eva Marie. New job. So not only did you get all the all the heat and, and everything else, but then you get the payoff. And do job is automatically you're the biggest baby face woman you woman you have in your company because she took the briefcase off the woman that can't wrestle. That's just an Instagram workout model that doesn't really <laughs> want to be in the wrestling business. And you have an actual legitimate women's wrestler take it from her to challenge for the Raw Women's Championship. She doesn't have to win it either. But, I mean, mm-hmm. look what you did with that story. I'm invested in that. that like, mm-hmm. I'm sold. Instead, we get, nope, we get Naomi and Oscar win. They're in the match. And then you have Dewdrop jump off the apron because she didn't like being called Dewdrop. Understandably so, Dewdrop is the worst name ever. Look, I don't mind Dewdrop. It's like it's like Bubbles. Who are the Powerpuff Girls? Bubbles, such and such and such and such. You got me. It's like it's like Debo. His name is Tiny. You get a big person, a soft name. I don't mind Dewdrop. Nah, nah. So like it's like all right. Well, like so what. Like again, WTF? What did you do Monday night? You did like so. Now where do you go? Now what happens with the story? What are they going to do now? Because they're certainly not in money in the bank. Uh, are they going to? They're not going to have enough women to fill the roster. They're not going. They're not going to wrestle for the women's tag team championships, even if those belts get defended at Money in the Bank. They might. That's the only people left. So yeah, <laughs> no, the thing is, uh, the Dana, 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 Andy. Oh, yeah, them too. <laughs> That's it. Lean into it. I like your take. I do like that. I really like that. So now, again, sticking with the WTF theme for this week from WWE Friday night, last night SmackDown, women's Money in the Bank. Sonya Deville comes out. And automatically puts Carmella in the match. Okay, that's how it yeah. happened. Yeah, literally, they do this every year with one, 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 version of, one version of the roster every year. Hey, Mount, just just put her just put her in the match, right? Liv Morgan comes out and says, "Hey, Carmella, I beat you last week. I have more of a right to be in Money in the Bank than you do." 
and I can beat you again and smacks Carmelo across the face. So Sonia's like, you know what, Mandy? I like what you're showing me here. You're showing me some fire. I like it. You know? Or I'm sorry, Liv. <laughs> right now, you're going to have a match against Carmella. You beat Carmella again. We'll see about putting you in money in the bank. Carmella, you're still in the match regardless if you win or lose. <laughs> live, live. We'll see. You win. We'll see. <laughs> Not if you win, you're you in. Win. Yeah, we'll see. After beating her last week, so you so you beat her again. So what does Liv do? She beats her again. So two weeks in a row she beats her, but yet she's not in the match. She's in the match. So not right now. Not right now. So next week, what are you going to do next week? Oh, we're going to have another match between them two. Mm -hmm. Does she get in next time? No, we'll see. Mm -hmm. It'll be the Friday before. Dumbest booking ever. (laughs) Dumbest booking ever. She's the only one left. You got you got Sasha unless she's she's being held off to what SummerSlam. No, Sasha's supposed to come back the Friday the sixteenth before Money in the Bank because it's live crowd is what was is what was rumored to be. Her and Edge were supposedly held out until that, but mm-hmm. as we saw last night in the main event angle. Yeah, Edge comes back. So again, like WTF? What are you doing? How many spots do they have left? There's eight spots. Wait, was Money in the Bank always eight people? I thought it was seven. I thought it was seven. It's I always thought it was an odd number. I thought it's it was eight. always. I think it's eight now. Yeah, it's I thought eight. it was always an odd number. So you got four, four from Raw, four for SmackDown. Four from Raw. There's now four on SmackDown. <laughs> That's if you have if you have Bailey and Bianca wrestling again at Money in the Bank. That you only have. You have seven people or six people on your women's roster on SmackDown. So I guess, yeah, the other four would be in a match just due to default. And that's only if Sasha actually comes back before Money in the Bank. What other four? Natty's a tag Natty's a tag champ. There you go. So that's less. So you know, so what is it gonna be? Five women from Raw and three from SmackDown? I think it might be two. And if you put Sasha in the if you put Sasha in the match, it'll be three. And this, what Sasha just automatically comes back and <laughs> it wins in Money in the Bank after being off since WrestleMania. I don't know she's not going to win it. Yeah, nah. Nah. So, like, I have no idea what they're going to do. None at all. Put Dewdrop and Eva Marie in there. <laughs> Second chance. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Here comes uh, who is it? Reckoning. <laughs> so, speaking of bad name and ba- bad names and bad gimmicks, what was your take on Nikki Cross this week? I I, I, I don't like. I hated the mask. I didn't care for it. Or not? So, I didn't care the mask. I, I don't. I don't mind the gimmick. It was all background noise, and I looked up and was like, "What the hell's going on?" But it, it was her idea, so let her fly with it. I'm not mad at that. See, it was it was her idea. She pitched it. She came up with the with the gear design, everything. Like, uh, okay, um, like my thing. Like back in the day, we saw this with Molly Holly, right? Like mm-hmm. she she was with Hurricane, and she became, you know, uh, I forgot her name. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. Um, but it it fit at the time based off of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. This was just like. 
so out of nowhere. It was. And I get the message behind it. Like I like the promo that she that she cut, like when they showed her. Like I, I like the message that she's putting out there and everything. Mighty Molly, there you go. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Is that Chris again? Yeah, he's on his every he's from every account. He's <laughs> Got to see from Twitter next. <laughs> but I, I like I, I like the I like the message and I, and I and I like the 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 input from her and letting her run with it. I just mm-hmm. feel like I don't I don't know how well that character and gimmick will go mm-hmm. over in twenty twenty one. To me, I think she. To me, I think I think she can get anything over. Her personally. Just because of her personality. Yeah, I mean. But now it won't be like over, over, but it's like something you accept. But again, here's, so like, this is another thing that I think that they they didn't do right. You know, like, she added into the match. Um, then all of a sudden, she goes from, from, you know, just being Nikki Cross, and now she's a superhero, and you know, um, is out there with a cape and a mask on, and it's just like, I, I don't know. I love, I, I love Nikki Cross. I've loved her since she was the batshit crazy one in Sanity and NXT. Like mm-hmm. her and Oscar in the Last Woman Standing match was fantastic in mm-hmm. NXT. Like she can go in the ring, but, but like. I, I just don't know how how well it's gonna gonna go and and actually give a chance to get over. So you don't because you don't see anything coming from it. I just don't. At this point, based off of what we know from from the raw creative team, and we'll get into this. Um, I, I just don't have faith for them to do anything with it mm-hmm. besides just have her trope out like a superhero. Mm-hmm. And then she called next for the uh, title. She did. I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> he did <laughs> called next, and now I'm, you're a superhero. But hold on. Here's the, here's the thing. Here, good with it. Here's here's the other here's the other thing that like WTF scratching my head. Right, her and Alexa team up on Monday night. There's no dissension. There's no reference to them two. There's nothing. So everything that them two did in the past. They did. They, they referenced it on the on commentary briefly. I didn't catch that. They referenced it, but like that's the thing, like that I hate with WWE. It's like, but it's two different personalities. So a superhero and like the Nikki, devil spawn. They don't know each other. Nikki's gonna be the superhero that takes down the villainous Alexa Bliss. I don't know. Nah, it's just, it's like gonna, an episode of He-Man. No. She's going to be Lily's kryptonite. <laughs> that what doing here? Really? No. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Trash. Let her run with it, man. Let her see. It doesn't make sense. So speaking of trash, it doesn't make sense. Um, this week, there was... Uh, um, <laughs> One of the writers, one of the writers from WWE was on a podcast and she came out and said that she doesn't know who Bobby Lashley is, doesn't know his name, doesn't 
know anything about wrestling and was told that don't worry you don't have to know anything about the product to be a writer here excuse me i need to sign up now you don't know you don't need to know anything about the product to be a writer here well this i like this goes around like wildfire i like that and two days later oh she needs canned she gets canned yeah you need canned shut your mouth why (laughs) why why could you pull the sheet down you you a double minority in a good position and you're gonna go run your mouth You're playing, no, no. You're playing, playing. ungrateful by the way these cards right now. <laughs> no, you I'm not you playing the card, I'm just saying. I bet you bad because you pulled the eye man, bet you pulled the sheet down. This goes this goes to the No, but you don't she was but, she's a comedian. That's fine, but yeah, but I mean you don't have to I don't think you should have you you shouldn't have everybody that knows the product in there. So you think outside they the don't, box. They don't, all, yeah. they don't all have to know WWE. When I say product, I just mean wrestling in general. Well, How do you have people that don't watch or follow wrestling write for wrestling? Because you're just right. You're, it depends on what they're writing. They could just be writing the jokes. If she's a comedian, she could be writing the jokes. Well, none of that shit, none of the comedy no, spots on, on Raw have gotten over. If she's writing for Johnny Drip Drip, it's been a complete disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you want us three in the room writing for WWE? I would rather have us three in the room writing well, for WWE. Uh, uh, well, because like, we don't do anything, back, so yeah. Back in, the day, <laughs> back in the day, you had you had Freddie Prince Jr. writing. Right, he got mm-hmm. hired on as a writer, but he was a huge fan mm-hmm. and and watched as a kid and knew like knew the wrestling. So, like in that instance, how do you write for the character? Not only that, but like you just write jokes, man. Bianca's promo last night, perfect example of this, because this had to have come from a writer that doesn't doesn't really know anything. But before you, you get into that. Uh, they just need to get away with all inspirational speeches altogether. Between Nikki, her, Drew, I don't know where they're going. But just too many. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you give me one bully, one bully speech, one bully person. Don't don't give me the like four people on each on each roster. Uh, everybody like Drew. I I get it. Oh, you're, you're Scottish and you're proud of your heritage. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm tired of the limericks or whatever you. But when you're doing. still like when you're going back and and you know. Constantly quoting Winston Churchill and and you know <laughs> giving me stories from from kings of Scotland in the 1678. Kids don't even know who that is anymore. And then Bianca <laughs> last night comes out and again she cuts like the the inspirational baby face overcoming the the bully. She used Bailey's name instead of bully. So like I I hope Bailey doesn't turn into like a Karen where. It represents being a bully because Bailey doesn't deserve that. Yeah. But but then but then to wrap it up, she throws out a freaking Wizard of the Wizard of Oz quote. Quote Wizard of Oz, a movie from the 1930s or 30s. <laughs> well, play it off the ding dong. Yeah, ding dong, the witch is dead. It, it, it off the ding dong. You might as well have flying monkeys come around the Thunderdome last night. <laughs> What's next? Bailey's going to come out on stage and have a bucket of water hole on top of her and she's going to melt? 
that where we're going with this storyline? Off the ding dong. Come on, man. You could play off the ding dong without doing ding. But what else? What else are you gonna play off? Ding dong, the witch is dead. Give me another ding dong that comes off. Just ding dong. That's all. Just say. Just say ding dong. Yes, that's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. You're using one of WWE's promos. Your time is up. My time is now. <laughs> w. <laughs> w. <laughs> this is why I shut off my phone on Monday, man. <laughs> I thought of. I thought about coming in here and just rereading the tweets that I put out on Monday night <laughs> with those tweets to get to get you to sit up on the stand as a as a defense witness and try to, and, and try to explain why your client is innocent of killing the business. <laughs> At this point, those motherfuckers are jumping the shark and they're taking it nose diving headfirst into the ocean. Nobody's killing the business. The world except is killing young, except for the young bucks. They're not. <laughs> see, see what I did there? I tied it to the book, killing the business. That's how you segue. There you go. That's how it's supposed to be Jay. Hey, that's better than anything that WWE creative has written in the last two and a half years. Guess where that joke went? <laughs> that's because you don't know the young bucks. See, you don't I, know the product. I don't. You say you don't know the product. You don't that's know the <laughs> you should write for AEW. You don't know the product. You don't know who the young bucks are. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, I like I said, there there was matches on Raw that I enjoyed from a wrestling standpoint. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, which, as of late, that seems to be the case. Most of the matches have been good on Raw. It's just everything else with the show that just completely drags it down. And for me, as a wrestling fan, I can't do just matches. I need more than that. That's where we disagree, Jay. You can do just matches, and you're yeah. fine. And, and that 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 is what it is. I, I need I need the other I need the other ingredients. I need the whole meal. I, just don't give me a steak. I want my steak. I want my potatoes. My broccoli. You need the entertainment. <laughs> the story. I need, I, I need I pro need wrestling. Story. I need pro wrestling. You need the entertainment. Mm. I need pro wrestling, just not sports entertainment. Um, Entertainment here, okay. So, with that being with that being said, um, couple couple things that I did like um, Riddle and and Orton continue to be fantastic together. Um, You know that that was that was tremendous. Um, I did I did chuckle a little bit about the. Riddle coming down on the scooter and chasing me who was in the wheelchair. And uh, I think it was Graves who said, uh, what did he say? Something about we have a slow speed chase on the on our hands or something like that. Like it was it was a world time line from Graves. Um he tried to oversell the whole do drop thing and being inspired and everything else, and it was mm-hmm. just, it was horrible yeah. flat. Um SmackDown, Roman Reigns and the storyline continues to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um Love what they're doing with 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 Jimmy now, um, you know, having him show his his merit to become main event Jimmy Uso, and and continuing to build that. Roman, you know, coming out last night and was about to change course because he's wiped out the entire division. Then we get the surprise return of Edge. 
you think they pulled the trigger too soon on it? Because if we're getting Roman and Edge at Money in the Bank, I'm going to be highly disappointed. That's, uh, I mean, if we're getting Roman and Cena at SummerSlam, then. And we're supposed to get Edge and Seth at SummerSlam. So those are like the two big matchups for from SmackDown side of things as far as what's been rumored out there. So, I mean, what, what do you think? Uh, so what was Rollins doing when he called his shot? You think that plays in anything? I think that may be I don't, not right now, no. But we don't know. We don't. I mean, you're not going to have Seth with money in the bank again. But you feel uh, what if he costs edges? Ah, costs ah, shit. Cost edge the match, and then that's how you get. That's how you get to to Seth the Edge for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with that, depending on what they do. You know, with the rest of the build up to the match, I can see that being like the jumping off point. Um, I don't know how you're going to get to Roman and Cena at this point. I. I, the seeds were planted last night with them saying that they have to change direction and go elsewhere because he's run through everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it hurts Edge to be off from SummerSlam to come back three weeks, have a title match at Money in the Bank, and then lose. Yeah. So it's like, what is Edge really doing? You know what I mean? Like he's hey, not work, he's not working to elevate anybody else up the card. He's just put in the main event picture because he has the name, and but yet he's losing. So. Like again, I don't, I don't know if that's really the best. You're just elevating Roman. Um, faster you're in, the faster you're out. Yeah, so I mean, I like, I can see how they can get to Roman and Cena based off of what Heyman was saying last night before Edge came back. So I'm, I'm okay if they continue on that trajectory. If after Money in the Bank, then uh, Roman's like, all right, look, I really like, I have nobody else left. You know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. And then Cena makes his miraculous return, and they start, you know, their feud off and running. Um, this, this, this is why I hate the internet because we know all this. I, I'm no surprises. Well, I mean, yeah, we we know it. We we think we think we know it to a certain yeah. degree, right? Yeah. Um, no, obviously, like they want to make SummerSlam as big as WrestleMania and yeah. by having seen it come back and work it, that's what you're telling us. Okay. I get that. Um, I will like, I don't mind Cena and Roman at this point because I want to see Roman on the stick with Cena now in this mm-hmm. version of Roman. True. Because before they had back and forth, oh, but yeah, it was what was the line he said? Did you forget to write down your lines on your hand? Yeah. Like he would like slow down, take your time. Yeah, slow <laughs> down, take your time, think about what you have to say from the script they gave you, and then let you know so we can keep going. Like just completely killed him. Um, but you know, Roman now, like I think I, I really want to see him. You know, and then you can add Paul going back and forth with Cena. Like mm. talking smack segments will be great. Like you know what I mean. There's all that stuff that can build it up to where it's a match that I want to see at SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, I just don't know. Like, I guess if you're going Edge Reigns at, at Monday in the Bank, you had to bring Edge back last night because if he get, if Someone he just shows up the Friday night before, it doesn't really make much sense mm-hmm. that way. So. Um, I think we'll have to jump through hoops going through Jimmy um, to get to Reigns, but 
I'm not mad at that. The highlight of the night for me last night, and it came off one of the dumbest segments, though, was the coronation of Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> it's fucking Rick Boogs. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, but I just saw a picture yeah. of it. I was like, man, get this man out of here. I like Rick Boogs. <laughs> <laughs> He's so over the top that it, like, you can't not but enjoy it. The, the highlight, though, and with with Pat McAfee has been I, that's what really I thought good. Going. Pat McAfee has been really good and has settled in just tremendously. Um, I think he had the line in the night in Hell in a Cell with the the glove, and I think was it Cesaro that clicks that mm. kicks Seth's glove out of the ring? And yeah, yeah. He's like, look at that. What he say? Something like a piss missile or something? You know what I mean? But he. While while Nakamura's entrance music is playing and shredding on the electric guitar, McAfee stands up on his chair and Stone Cold self clacks two water bottles, <laughs> and Michael Cole is looking up at him, <laughs> and it was just like the highlight of the night. And then and then they go back and they show McAfee and he's just completely dry, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> If we didn't, if we didn't get to this, I was gonna wrap it up. With, I was gonna come back to this, but he was definitely the high, one of the highlights of Hell in a Cell. Like my family loved the commentary. He's, as much I, as they hate wrestling, they were cracking up at the commentary. Like he, I, t- I, I thought it was, I thought it was gonna be a good hire when they did it, um, just because of his gift to gab. He's so, mm-hmm. he's so good, um, and his take is so different, mm-hmm. and. From everything that that I've seen watching his uh, Mr. Friday Night, you know, backstage blog series um, of him and his his stuff and his interactions that he's talked about on his show, be Pat and Pat is not only is he entertaining and everything else and adds you know a different perspective to the product that was lacking for a while, but. He's he's winning Vince over on a weekly basis, and mm. he still he still admits like I could do so much better, and I screwed this up and that up and everything else. But like for him being only doing it for the short amount of time, I think he's he's one of the highlights of of the company right now. And yeah. it, it, it's really enjoyable listening to him and what he does and how he presents it because it's. It's truly one of it's truly like a fan sitting there doing commentary. Mm-hmm. Like he gets excited, he's standing up, he's jumping up and down, you know, he he's over the top with stuff. Like it's it's really good. Um really good. So yeah, he was the highlight of my night last night for SmackDown. <clears throat> um anything else main roster wise? Mm-hmm. No. Um, I I caught the main event with Kushida and O'Reilly, one of the best matches I've seen in recent memory. Those two put on a clinic, an absolute mat clinic between them two. Um, Vic Joseph fucking kills me every single time I hear him on commentary. <laughs> every awful. single time. He's I awful. <laughs> but even with that being said, I, I didn't let that take take away, you know, from what that match was, I didn't catch the rest of the episode. So, if you guys, if you guys have any other highlights that you want to point out, um, but I did see that, and then we had the debut of Diamond Mind. 
uh, which came out headed by Malcolm Bivens. Roddy Strong returns is uh, Tyler Rust, and then um, Suzuki are the is the other individual. So nice little nice little group there. Nice little faction. Um, Jay, you sh- you shit on AEW for having too many factions, but let, you look around <laughs> the landscape of NXT nowadays. You got Diamond Mine, you got Hit Row, you, you know what I mean. You got all these, all these. You got like one, one go, one comes. Asthma, you know, you got the way. I mean, we we, we got we got factions here mm-hmm. adding up, buddy. Like, so um, Zilings people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's five factions right there. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, look at it. But no, would you got any any other quick hitters? Hey, hey, from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. chilling. Look at that. I mean, with rock sunglasses on. Hollywood. I'm a certain age. They're transitions. You can tell it's the only morning out there. Jeez. Yeah, whose Wi-Fi did you have to get on to get on the show right now? Because you're I, out I turned, in the I, with trees. I, uh, I turned I turned off the Wi-Fi just so I could actually get on. And I'll show you a little bit of the. the oh, you on the Jeeps? Uh, oh, look at you! Live. Wow. You weren't lying lying when you said Bob Ross would be in his glory with all those (laughs) trees in the background and snow-capped mountains and (laughs) happy trees everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna add a little little tree over here, little little happy tree. Um, Yeah, so NXT. I don't. I don't really have much else for NXT. Um, If you guys have any other quick hitters um, as far as what you liked from NXT um, Um, Tuesday night. Adam Cole and Carmelo Hayes was great. That See this guy having a future, a future mm-hmm. in the business. Uh, and then I didn't, mind, I didn't mind the women's tag match. Yeah, you're getting a four way out of that for no, a, a triple three, triple three, American yeah. Bash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're getting uh, Shotzi and Ember against uh, Dakota and Raquel against Zoe and um, Zoe Eo. Yeah, yeah, Eo. Mm-hmm. And Zoe. Zoe and Eo, um, that that has the potential to be a, a nice little tag team. I think if they if they mm-hmm. actually let them run with the tag team and not just put them two together for for this special show that they're doing, um, they they have some potential there to to do that, which could help elevate Zoe up, you know, even more working with Eo. Um, and a little backstage segment where they were interviewing Zoe, and she was like, "I did it out of respect," and the Eo came by was like, "I don't like you, but I respect you." You won't have that <laughs> already. Planting the seeds already. <laughs> have EO, EO back flies in alone. EO? Yeah. <laughs> EO flies alone. <laughs> um, you had uh, Dunn and uh, Joe stare off again in the back. Yeah, they're playing up that uh, provoked. Yeah, they are. People are missing that provoked every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Cross. They're Cross and Joe. You know, they're a little stare down and that stuff. Yeah, so um, speaking speaking of Cross, he uh, him and Bronson Reed again this week had matches. Um, they had dark matches last night on SmackDown, and then he had a match on main event this week against Shelton. The interesting thing there was, and I you can read into this however you want, but um, 
no scarlet and no smoke or, or dark. Yeah. It was just his music, and he walked out, came down in the ring. I didn't see the match with Shelton. I want to go back on and watch it uh, to see what he did. Because obviously Shelton, you know, can go into the back and look at Vince and go, yeah, he's the guy or no, he's not. Um, but yeah, so that was just interesting. I hope if they call him up, I you got to bring the whole package. You can't just have him because it. Somebody that's, said that. Uh, the main roster will do. Yeah, somebody said that uh, Scarlett was getting her own uh, tryout. She did have, I believe she had a dark match on yeah. SmackDown as well. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. Um you know, maybe call ups here in the near future. Um, but they're definitely looking at them too, which is kind of odd because your North American and your NXT champ are getting books right now to be called up. So, yeah, if, if we get a title drop here anytime in the near future, that's an obvious sign that they're going up to the main roster. Um, the draft will be coming up in August too, so that could have something to do with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there was some some leaks came out this week that Keith Lee has been off TV due to legal issues with the name Keith Lee. I did see and, that. Yeah, so um, he's continued to put out tweets every now and again that he would definitely fill us in and and tell his story when he's able to tell his story. So we'll, we'll we see we'll see how that plays out. Just something to keep an eye out on um, with that going forward. Um. What else did I see? Uh, Impact on Thursday night. I, I didn't catch the show. I did follow along with it. Um, another solid show from Impact. Uh, like the storylines that they're telling are, are good, keeping things moved along, getting ready for Slammiversary. There will be fans in the crowd for Slammiversary. Don't know how many, but that that announcement was made. So we'll we'll get uh, fans there. And then this coming Thursday, um, you have. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers against Moose, Sammy Callahan, and Chris Saban. So that's your your two your main event and your co-main event individuals are all going to be involved in that six man. Um, you have Chris Bay versus Petey Williams, which could steal the show um, on Thursday night. That'll be a really good X Division match. Then you have TJP and Fala Ba against Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Um, were three announced matches for this coming Thursday, but Impact continued to put out put out good, good quality wrestling each and every single week. Have they been rocking no fans the whole time? Like, yeah, no, even no, uh, just straight nobody. Nobody, yeah. just straight nobody. Okay, yep. I'm interested to see them with fans back. Yeah, yeah. The Slamiversary will be back with fans. Um, I'll definitely watch I that. think they said that still. I think Slammiversary is still going to be limited on fans, but at least there'll be something. Okay. Somebody in there. Yeah, there'll be something there. Um, MLW Battle Riot Three was announced for July 10th, um, so that that will be there live at the ECW Arena, uh, the 2300 Arena now. Um, so that Love that the MLW poster. You said that poster. I was hoping it would fall into the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that that's one of those things that COVID took away. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's the biggest uh, summer spectacular. You know, the, 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 that's, the, that's how the summer slam. Come on, you should know that already. <laughs> and, and then uh, tonight, tonight, obviously, we got AEW um, from 8 to 10. It'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers they do tonight on, on TNT. Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night. 
big big main event jungle boy versus kenny omega um i'm not sure what else is is announced for the card i know that I didn't I didn't see anything um, as of this morning, but I'm sure it's going to be a, a bigger stack card. Um, so that we have that tonight, which I'll I'll tune in and, and watch that tonight. So we can we can touch on that next week. Um, but yeah, so that was that was kind of what I had for this week in Bell to Bell topics wise. I know we were WWE heavy, but. Again, that'd be more <laughs> it had to be like it just had to be done with the stuff that went on this week. Any input, uh, Chris, on the main roster? No, move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, anybody, anybody got anything else before we wrap up this? And and uh, I think after all the the shit that I just relived again from WWE, I need to drink a beer. So, uh, we're ready. Let's go. All right, so this week's Drink of the Week segment is brought to you by watching a terrible wrestling product on Monday night. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're here for Monday. Yeah, we will be doing Lancaster Brewing Company Strawberry Wheat. It's an ale with natural strawberry flavor. Brewed and canned by Lancaster Brewing Company in Lancaster, PA. Um, it is only 4.7% alcohol by volume. So um, might as well just, I don't know, drink a fritzer. <laughs> or like 17 of these because it's not going to be. Siemens. Little, uh, Little description on the back of the cane here. It says, if you enjoy a delicious, mild body crafted beer, look no further than our award-winning strawberry wheat. <laughs> Lancaster original since 1995, our classic American wheat is brewed with white wheat, two-row, and caramel malts with a touch of strawberry for incredibly smooth and refreshing flavor. And am I drinking a beer or, like, <laughs> a goddamn glass of wine? <laughs> Jay, this was your pick. Go figure. Yeah, it's a two. It was my pick. It's a two. It was my pick. It's it's already a two. (laughs) I give all my beers a three. (laughs) Hasn't even tried it yet and gives it a three. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's crack them open, sip it here, and let's see what we got. What the fuck? (laughs) What I was expecting. <laughs> what do you think of that reaction, Donald? Like they just dr- <laughs> they poured this over strawberries. <laughs> like I, I get strawberry, but it's like what the? That's a weird ass. Is this is this old? Is it old? Is it expired? What the fuck? It's 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 like water. It's real watered down. Yeah, it is. Like I know, like when we might have to revisit this, we had a bad batch. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely get this. I definitely get strawberry for sure. Like it, I'm, I can pick up the strawberry. It's not overpowering, but the no. so like it's just uh, it's to me it's like a watered down version of yeah of strawberry. Weird, a weird aftertaste. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe because it's the wheat with the strawberry, like. I don't know what other beer you pair strawberry with and to do it in a wheat. 
あらうんうんうんいや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、It, it reminded me a lot. Like, I could taste the strawberries and I could taste the wheat beer. Like, I could taste both, but it, I just didn't think it fit together. This just feels like a LaCroix beer to me. Like, just a, you can smell it. Yes. Yeah. It's a strawberry. It's a, it's a hint. Yeah. You can smell it when you crack it open. Oh, you yeah. Strawberries. Uh, I, to me, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with a, with a two, on, on the sumo, on the sumo scale. I'm gonna go with a two. I'm not mad at trying it, um, but I, it's not something that I'll go back and pick up. Yeah, no, yeah. that's also, so one point five for me. Jesus, one point five for you. Okay. Shoot, this is a one for me. Seems like you would just filter out of the Mon River itself. Mm. This stuff is trash. <laughs> Tastes like a Budweiser. That's what it is. I, this might Iron be the worst shitty. Uh, review from Donald. Iron <laughs> Shitty, Natty Ice. Can we go down the line? Milwaukee's best. This is nasty ass shit. This is beer pong beer. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that you missed in the water cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I'm not. Uh, I, Honestly, I'm not a big fan of uh, Lancaster Brewing in general. Like, I've had a bunch of their stuff, and it just doesn't do much for me. This is another one. I, I didn't completely hate it. I felt like it was an okay wheat beer, like with a hint of strawberry. I'm going to give it a two as well. Okay. All right, so there you have it, folks. Um, you know, don't necessarily shy away from this just based on our takes, but um, if you try it, hit us up. Let us know what you think. You pair um, this with a strip steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even doing the toast. Just wrap it up. Just wrap it up. That's it. <laughs>
the the umpires are going to check them as they come off the field in between innings, right? Mm-hmm. The, the coaches, the managers have the ability to send an umpire out there if yeah. fourth inning, Girardi had the umpire go out and check Serger, and Serger like looked at him in the dugout like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, this is really what we're doing?" And I don't think coaches should have that. If the if the officer check in each innings, the coach shouldn't have that appeal yeah well i mean yeah it, it's ridiculous and then if, if they was like his hair is wet and that stuff you're like yeah because he's sweating <laughs> so they made him change hats yeah like he is sweating like come on and what's gonna... what's what's sad is surrounding surrounding all this bullshit there's actually like really some amazing stuff happened over the past couple of weeks um mm-hmm. Otani Shohei Otani, uh, not this past week, but the week before. This was this was his week, right? Tuesday home run, Wednesday home run, Thursday six innings pitched, one earned run, five Ks. Friday two home runs, Saturday home run, Sunday home run. This dude is unbelievable right now. Man, he's, he's a monster. <laughs> he is. He's living up to to all the hype that he came into the league with, and. You literally have not seen this in in over a hundred years. Like Babe Ruth is literally the last person to do this in Major League Baseball. So you're seeing something that is literally a century in the making for another player to do, and it is fantastic to watch. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not a fan of of his and what he's doing this season so far, like I don't know what you're just not going to be a baseball fan. Um, yeah. Just like you know, said, I would definitely pay money to go see this man. I would. Oh, absolutely. One hundred. I mean, I mean, not at PNC Park because. You know, I can't do that, but I would definitely. You know, you get those suggested uh, pages on your Facebook. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm getting Angel's highlights. <laughs> because as we're talking about it, it's the algorithm. The phone, the algorithm, <laughs> algorithm <so> yeah. <laughs> the angels in, in uh-huh. the bro. I'm like, why am I getting this? But it's, it's good You got to look for the orange dot on the phone whenever it's tracking you. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was, that was his week, right? And. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. continues to be on a tear. And then last night, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit three home runs in the first four innings. <laughs> That's straight video game numbers, dude. Yeah, that is. Three home runs in four innings. I don't even know if I've ever heard of that in baseball before. I'd have to go into a live sports book and or go into a live sports book <laughs> to find when, out. Yeah, to find out when the last time that was done, if it has ever been done before. My question is, when did that when did that uh, pitcher get benched? <laughs> I don't even know if it was all off the same pitcher. If it was off the same pitcher, that's even worse. Yeah, um, you get up three times in four innings. That's a- <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> bad pitching. <laughs> then the Cubs they threw a Cabando hitter yesterday. Yep, mm-hmm. for four um, nothing win. I forget how many pitchers it was, but I bet people's already trying to play it off. Be like, yeah, that doesn't count as going uh, the no hitters right. <laughs> as of this year. Like, come on yeah. now, like, like um, here we go. <laughs> so there, there's that. Um, the the Euros, uh, Euros 2020. Well, it was 2020, but it's being played this year uh, because of last year COVID. But they start the knockout stage today. Um, I believe Italy plays at 3.30, and I'm trying to – I think Wales and Denmark is the first game um, that should be getting ready to start now around 12.30. Um, so now is whenever it gets serious, um, obviously the knockout stage. Um, I, I'll be 
tuning into my phone later to follow up and check on Italy game to see what that score is. But uh, yeah, um, England lucked out based off the bracket and, and how they how they fell out. So they you know if they can get past Germany, it looks like they may have a chance to to run the table and at least get to the finals of this thing. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and then on to the NBA, um, Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't. They. I don't know if they were playing a junior high team or what happened to the Atlanta Hawks. But I looked down at the score, and I believe at one point I saw seventy-one to thirty-nine, and then ninety-four to like fifty-eight. They absolutely steamrolled the Hawks in Game Two to even that series one apiece. Uh, Phoenix is up two games to one over the Clippers. Um, great game the other night. Uh, I believe I was Thursday night. I watched that game with the Clippers and the and the Suns. Fantastic game, back and forth, down to the wire. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how that series plays out based off of what you guys seen so far, Donald. Now you know you don't watch the the association, Jay. I don't know if you paid attention at all, but out of those four teams, who are you looking to see face each other in the in the finals, and who do you think is going to win it all? And for me, just all reasons, I like the underdogs all the time. So I would like to see Atlanta win it all, just cause. <laughs> just cause. I don't watch, but I, I do catch the highlights. I don't know. I, I, I don't like this Trey Young character. <laughs> don't like him one bit. So I'm gonna go Giannis, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to see Chris Paul make it just to continue that <laughs> that legacy, but I, kind of, I do want to see him win, but I don't. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Suns and uh Suns and Bucks. All right, who you got out of that? I wanna go I wanna go Bucks for real. For Giannis to get his. Um to me, you know, the, the Suns Clippers series, obviously game three was was a close one, could have went either way, but um, Lay off Pete. Yeah, he yeah missed two free throws, but then you know got came back and you know. Um, for me, I don't know. The Suns just look slower in Game Three, and I don't know if it's because you know with Chris Paul coming back and being off all those days and not being able to actually do anything and you know depending on how COVID is actually going to impact him moving forward we'll see we've heard other players come out and talk about how they felt after they had COVID um you know in NFL Cam Newton and, and other players Miles Garrett came out and said how they you know felt like they were only at like maybe 40 percent 50 percent of what they used to be after getting COVID um they just look slower like I think the the tempo and the speed that they played at in games one and two, Cameron Payne has been fantastic for them. Um, not saying that you sit Chris Paul down because it's Chris Paul. He's one of the best point guards of all time. But at the same time, you got to figure out that balance. And Bonnie Williams is going to have to do this as a coach. You're going to have to figure out that balance of when do we put in Payne and let him run it, and you know what I mean, compared to how Chris is playing. So I don't um, think we just still needs to get adjusted. <clears throat> to wearing that face mask, and he'll be, he be yeah, crazy. he'll be, he'll, I think he'll be all right. He, yeah. he talked to Rip Hamilton about wearing a mask and, and all that. I mean, it's kind of hard to adjust straight on the fly like that, especially for a shooter. Um, but 
I, I think he'll bounce back. Um, you know, I think him and Chris Paul were like 0 for 10 or 0 for 11 at one point in the first mm-hmm. half, and that's you know, that's not going to get it done. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like to see the Clippers. Or I'm sorry, I'd like to see the Suns win just for CP3 to have a chance at a title. Um, and then Giannis, to me, I, Stephen A. Smith is. I think it was Stephen A. who said this week that the Bucks have to win a title this year. You know, you you, you sweep the Heat, who knocked you out last year. Mm-hmm. You you beat the Rant, you know, and a, a banged up James Harden without Kyrie. You're playing a, a an inferior Hawks team who's not there yet. And then you look across at the Western Conference. You don't have LeBron. You know. Kawhi's out, like, you have to win a championship this year if you're the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Everything's lined up for you to do it. If you don't do it now, when are you going to be able to do it? Yeah, no. So, <coughs> there, there's that. So, I'm, I'm looking for a Bucks suns finals, and, and I'm going to go with the Bucs with Giannis to get a ring there. Um, and, and we'll see how that plays out. Uh, some coaching hires. Jason Kidd uh, became the coach of the Dallas Mavericks. So he returns home to the team that drafted him as a rookie. Uh, interesting to see how that will play out. Rick Carlisle got hired by the Indiana Pacers. Um, some controversy around that hire. Uh, you know, people came out and said they really didn't do their the NBA version of the Rooney Rule and mm-hmm. went through it and looked at minority candidates. Uh, Brian Shaw got a phone interview but didn't have an in-person interview. So there was some, some controversy there. And then Portland hired Chauncey Billups to be their coach. So some different names, some you know, some former players. I know Jason Kidd coached before. He was a head coach before, and he's been an assistant coach. Um, so he's getting another crack at, at head coach, and this this will be Chauncey's first first go around as a head coach. But um, you know, some new names. Glad glad to see some some different people getting a shot here. Um, I was hoping maybe you know, Becky Hammond or, or Don Staley, one of the women would, would get a job there. And there's still some, some openings out there. Um, the Celtics made their hire too. Um, he's a, a Milwaukee or New Jersey Nets, I'm sorry, Brooklyn Nets um, assistant coach. But yeah, so there, there's that. Um, but yeah, interesting. We'll, we'll see what plays around with the, with the coaching carousel there. I saw um, stuff, uh, them killing Ben Simmons online. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I mean, they came out this week and said Philly has no, no, you know, no chance of trading him. But I don't know, man. Like, you've been you've been in the NBA for four years and you haven't developed a jump shot yet. So, like, and he's so he's so mentally broken now. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's not a dunk, I don't even think he'll attempt a layup at this point with how broken he is right now. So, um. Wrapping up basketball, Team USA for the Olympics was announced um, this week. And the players that are going, per Sean Sarania on, on Twitter, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard, Bradley Bill, Zach Levine, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Kevin Love, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, and Jeremy Grant. Not our best team. Um you know, some of the bigger names pulled out due to injuries or whatnot. Um, you know, if the if the Suns make the finals and they run, you know, full seven games, the NBA will wrap up the day before the opening ceremony takes place in Tokyo. So I don't know if like Devin Booker is going to have to pull out or Chris Middleton is going to have to pull out. Um, 
But there was a lot of talk about Kevin Love getting a spot on this team <laughs> as the token white guy. And and them not wanting to send an all black team to the Olympics. Brother <laughs> God, that's 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 what went around this week. Kevin Love Kevin Love, who is a who is a shell of himself as a player, he's he's nowhere near the player he used to be. Um isn't really gonna add anything to this team, but got put on because he's the token white guy is what went around this week. Somebody said that he haven't played since uh LeBron left Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he with now? Cleveland. He's still with Cleveland. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he signed he signed the long term deal and then Braun and Kyrie were like, nah, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I it'll, be that, it'll be interesting to see what they what they do in the Olympics because they they have the three point shooters and that to compete mm-hmm. with the other teams, you know, from around the world. Um, but some of the some of the bigger European teams, man, they they don't have a lot of size, and you get you know some of them big Europeans out there like Jokic and them other boys. They're gonna they're gonna lean on Draymond and and Bam and everything else, and that that could wear them down. So. If they if they're not shooting the ball well from outside, it'll they may have a tough time. I, I'm not saying that they won't win the gold medal, but I, I think it'll be it might be more challenging for them than than you know NBA teams or I'm sorry Olympic teams that have have gone over in the past. I you see know anybody else committed? What's that? You know anybody else committed from other countries? No, um, I don't. Lucas with his squad. Luke, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's already playing with them since the yeah, mask got bumped. With, he was he been playing Serbia, with them. Yeah. With the Giannis brothers, all three of them playing for Greece. I don't know if Greece is is in the Olympics. I don't know if they qualified. Um, they said, yeah, uh, just, yeah they say in bronze medal at best for us. <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. I think they still got time. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll see there. Um, Stanley Cup finals are set. Uh, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who won Game Seven last night. Um, they they will be going up against the Montreal Canadiens, um, who beat the the Vegas Golden Knights uh, Thursday night. Um, really good. I mean, I don't want to say really good hockey because it's not necessarily been the the most entertaining hockey to watch, but. Uh, I was hoping Tampa Bay would lose because I didn't want to see them go back to back, but we'll we'll see if Montreal can can get it. I, I believe it's the first time a Canadian team has been in the Stanley Cup Finals since two thousand four. Ooh, yeah. So trying to be the first ones to win it since they did in ninety three. <laughs> yeah, for a Canadian team. For a Canadian team. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Um, NFL wise. Um, the big announcement this week. Well, I guess I hope we get to the point where this isn't considered a big news announcement. Um, with call, I believe call Nassib from the mm-hmm. Raiders coming out as being the first active gay NFL player. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's like okay, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at this point in time, it, it like people, you know, people were like, oh, we're what do you mean the first? Michael Sam was the first. I'm like, Michael Sam didn't make the league. He yeah. got drafted by the Rams, but he didn't mm-hmm. make the squad. He didn't mm-hmm. play. Like this is a this is a, an active one of you know a contributor to to a defense. You know he plays for the Raiders and and that like 
I just wish we were mm -hmm. we need to get to the point where it doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I looked at it as a non-story. I know everybody else, media-wise and everything on the big networks and that talked about it for a couple of days. But to me, it's it's like, all right, can you play or not? I don't Yeah, really that's care. it. Yeah. That's all. That's all that matters. Can you play? Can you play? And he can play. So, like, kudos to him. I'm glad he felt comfortable enough to come out. You know, maybe he'll he'll be that, that first individual, um, you know, in the quote-unquote toxic masculinity sport of the NFL, um, the gladiator sport that, that it's viewed as that, you know, it'll it'll allow other people to, to be comfortable to come out and just, like, let's move on at, at this point, really. Like, I don't see it being a story. Um, and then the, the Steelers cut nine-time, nine-year veteran David DeCastro this week. Released him. Um, <laughs> so what? She lost four people on the line already. Yes, yes. Four your your five are gone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Villanueva, Ravens, uh, Filing, Filing. Yeah, uh, to the Chargers. You know, Pouncey retired. Then thing. The Castro gone. Dotson. Dotson. Uh, Dotson. Another guy starter. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be a starter. <laughs> First down starters. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Listen, my my thing with this is, I mean, they they signed they signed Trey Turner to a one year deal. Um, he's a Pro Bowl Pro Bowl caliber guard. I think at this point in time, in in both of those careers, where when you look at the Castro and Trey Turner, like Trey's, he may not be a significant upgrade because mm -hmm. I think the Castro has only allowed two sacks in his last two thousand some snaps. Um, from a pass blocking perspective, but run blocking that he's he was a shell of himself. And they said his ankle was bad too. So, yeah, I mean, he was easily the best pulling guard uh, in the league for years. Um, was up there as as arguably one of the best guard overall guards in the league for years. Hell of a player. Um, and I mean, for him while he played for the Steelers. But my frustration with this is if you if you're cutting him to free up eight million in cap space. And you sign Trey Turner, then I need you to also sign Malik Hooker and you know maybe uh, Justin Houston mm. to add some depth to that defense, uh, or Malik Hooker and and you know bring in a Richard Sherman or or bring back Steve Steve Nelson like as another corner. Like, mm -hmm. don't just don't just release the Castro. You got all this money, you know. Eight to ten million on uh, cap space now, and, and you just signed Trey Turner to a one-year deal. Like I need something else from you. Um, but they're, it's like they're playing hot potato. They're one foot in, one foot out. It's hokey pokey with this season. Mm -hmm. Like you have Ben come back because he wants one more run of it. Well, look, let's look at what's around. Like you're rebuilding an offensive line that's mm -hmm. not going to be ready. Um, you know, defensive-wise, you lost some players that that. So that defense isn't going to be the same as it was last year. Um, you got a bunch of unproven players that need to be able to go out there and do it for 17 games now, not just 16. So where where are we at here? Like, I didn't think they were Super Bowl contenders if they brought everybody back. But at the same time, like, what was the point? Like, you might as well just have cut Ben loose, give him his 23 mil as a final send-off. And then roll roll the season with Mason and, and Haskins and see if you can get a top five draft pick. Get the quarterback of the future. I don't know if I want to see Mason go uh, seventeen games. Don't 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 give me don't give me a, a ten and seven 
you know, nine and eight seasons where you either are in the playoffs or you just miss the playoffs by a game because then what? You get yeah, a, that's you get a you get a you get a you get a fifteen to twenty you know fifteen <laughs> pick to twenty pick draft pick and, and you you can't do anything like mm-hmm. either tear it all down and go for the rebuild or buy all in and and we lucked up this year if you can <sighs> you got to trade up then <laughs> if you're in that second situation. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with the Steelers. We got training training camp coming up here in a couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. which that also didn't make sense. So the Steelers, per the NFL COVID guidelines, were not allowed to have training camp out at St. Vincent's and Latrobe. But the Dallas Cowboys can go to California and have fans at their training camp. <laughs> so what, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Like. I didn't understand how that didn't fit into their COVID plans either. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, the, the Steelers announced that they're going to be they're going to split training camp between Heinz Field and and uh, you know the the UPMC Center there on the south side. Um, obviously, they're going to I guess they're going to do something for the fans to to be able to see how many they can get in for Heinz Field for like a night practice or something like that and whatnot. They're going to be messed up before the season starts. <laughs> We'll see. Um, yeah, they get, well, they got that money to uh, lay a new turf down if they need to. <laughs> yeah. Trying to think of anything else big in, in sports this week that caught my eye. Um, I did see last week after we got off the pod, the guy that passed out in the Euros was released from the hospital. So he's mm-hmm. he's got to do better. Yeah, he yeah, got a pacemaker he, in his heart. He mm-hmm. yeah, like they actually brought him back to life. He was mm-hmm. he was dead. He died. Cardiac arrest on the pill, and they brought him back to life. Um, Christian Erickson from Denmark. So, um, yeah, crazy crazy scene. Um, we we broke that news as we went off last week. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see. But otherwise, I don't I didn't really have too much in sports. That was it. Uh, we hit all the stuff that I wanted to cover and get into. Um, double check here. Castro. Um, I'm not going to touch on Kevin Durant and Scottie Pippen going back and forth. But <laughs> if you want to, if you want to see a dead body on the internet, um, <laughs> look at Kevin Durant's um, Twitter responses to what Scottie Pippen said this week. Oddly, if I turn on my TV right now, that tweet's on pause. That's <laughs> where I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, one last thing before we get out of here for sports. So. Big, 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 big news this week, and we'll see how this shakes out. But the Supreme Court of the United States decision this week makes clear that the NCAA is a profitable enterprise, depressing student-athlete compensation below competitive market value. So it ruled that the NCAA is subject to antitrust laws. And... If uh, this came, this tweet came from Amy Dash at Amy Dash TV. Um, she said, "If I were student athletes, I'd be initiating class action lawsuit for damages immediately." So I know we're getting the name, image, likeness um, for players to start, you know, earning money. But uh, big, big court decision this week um, from the Supreme Court. It said, "Hey, listen." Um, it, this is basically the first domino in the end of the NCAA as we know it. Mm-hmm. And then they said some restrictions on scholarships. 
there, there, there's going to be a lot of stuff to unfold from this moving forward. But, uh, you know, huge win for student athletes that say, hey, you know, I, I'm allowed to make money. You can't yeah. tell me I'm allowed to make money because, because of the quote unquote amateurism of the sport. And it's not amateurism. And this, you know, Supreme Court ruling says, hey, listen, it's not amateurism. These guys are allowed to get paid. Mm-hmm. Making billions of dollars, um, and oh, by the way, if they want to, they can file a class action lawsuit against you for antitrust laws. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how this shakes out moving forward. All right, with that, I don't got nothing else. Everybody, good for sports. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the world renowned, world famous, where I'm right and everybody else is wrong. <laughs> One gotta go. <laughs> All right, so what do we got this week for One Gotta Go? Hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> Hit the button. It's a learning curve, huh? Now. And now. And now. Jesus Christ. This segment sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa, I was not ready for this. I was not ready for this. I'm still not ready for it. <laughs> it's coming, gosh, come on now. <laughs> I thought Christmas was the only one with shitty Wi-Fi, Donald. What the hell's going on? <laughs> My Wi-Fi's good. Listen, I followed the rules. There we go. There you go. <laughs> So the double the double S name moniker doesn't all you know doesn't necessarily stand for Steve Santoro. It also stands for Seductive Steve because I've been out there putting Baby Maker mixtapes out since junior high. <laughs> Bro, I thought it was SummerSlam this whole episode. Initials for the names. What a mark, you dumb mark! Such a dumb mark. <laughs> But back to back to the the, the nature at hand here. Um, oh, this is this is a tough this is a tough list. Um, Boys to Men is my all time favorite R and B group of all time. This is from Jason. Uh, I, I hope to get out to Vegas at some point in time before they're they're done with with shows. And I know it's the only it's the three of them out there. But um, I didn't know they had a Vegas show. Yeah, Pittsburgh every every now and then do a Pirate Stadium tour. Yeah, they yeah. um, that's I've I been pay money to go see fall into the nutting Ponzi scheme. I've I've been with that. I've I've been rocking with Boys and Men since Boys and Men came out. Um, Jodeci, like I said, if you want to put baby making CDs out there, you're going to have Jodeci tracks on there. Um, and then you know from the spinoff of Jodeci, you got Casey and JoJo. Like, I'm. Jodeci is going to stay on my list. I tried to do Jodeci. That's why I took New Edition off because it was too many spinoffs. <laughs> <laughs> we could have did that. We could have did that one and got to go too. Like, what? Which yeah. original group had the most spinoff groups? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now, now we're down the now we're down the Drew Hill and Jagged Edge. Um, and those more of like late nineties. Yeah. Um, you know. I use songs from both of these as um, hey now as uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I wasn't going there. I wasn't talking about popping and going. He is he is wearing that after dark shirt right now. I, no, but I was gonna say I I used I use these to um these songs to to leave uh you know as as my songs on for for my pager when you used to hit the pager up back in the day. Um, <laughs> They, 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 they may also have been ringtones on the phone at some point in time, um, and they may also have been uh, messages left for girls on their pager or cell phone at some point in time. Um, or, you know, back in the day, you used to get you used to get a CD, um, or you know, and, and you'd open up and the lyrics were there. Maybe uh, I might have took a lyric or two and added it into a poem that I would write to a girl. Um, you know what I mean? But um, uh, you're really showing your age with your pager game. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I forgot the pager. You could leave music on there completely. Music on the pages. uses to hit that. Oh, no doubt. Um, ah, man, I I like a lot of. Oh, this is so tough. It is. Um. Cause I don't want to discount either one of these. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to keep Drew Hill, and I'm gonna have to let Jagged Edge go. So one got to go, Jagged Edge for me. Who's next? Um, Jodeci and Boys the Men. They were the classics to me back in the '90s. Drew Hill and Jagged Edge were basically the same group to me, but I knew more Drew Hill songs. So just on that point, Jagged Edge had to go. Uh, like both of y'all, the Jodeci and Boys and Men staying staples. Uh, so it's still a tough one between Drew Hill and Jagged Edge. As I'm thinking about it, just their songs just going through my head, and I just can't. <laughs> uh, it's really t- like that's a that's a tough call, man. Like yeah, like I'd like to see them two in a versus. Yeah, you know what I mean? no, like, that would be good. There yeah, you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at them, I'm looking at the singles right now. Yeah, <laughs> like let's, 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 uh, but I'm uh, I don't know about I don't know why, but where the party at's in my head right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to kick Drew Hill off the list. <laughs> I mean, you got you know where the where the party, where the party at? at let's get married. married. You know, but I mean, I don't know. For me, uh, my tiebreaker with the Drew Hill because beauty. Like you're not gonna get a song yeah. that like. You know, I, you put that on and rock out to that whenever. Now steps gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not making love no more. From, from uh, yep. what soundtrack was that? That uh, was a uh, rush hour. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So you can well, party at that's at that, man. That's that Tequila Willie's man. I mean, that was a staple down there. <laughs> so you. So wait, Jay, who are you kicking off? Drew Hill. Uh yeah. I'm, I'm gonna kick Drew Hill off. <laughs> Just because little party hats in my head. You're getting you're getting rid of silvered hair, Cisco. <laughs> that was one of the selling points. If you get rid of the thong song, <laughs> this is Cisco by himself. This is I Drew know. Hill. That's what yeah, is. Uh-huh. I know, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with Drew Hill. All right, I'm be five steps stomping after I get off of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of these groups, whenever I used to work at NRM in high school, were always on always on play. So it's like. All great groups here. Uh, I, everything that you guys said, I don't think I can make an argument for or against. Um, boys, men, seeing them live. I actually, I actually didn't see them play at the Pirates. So <laughs> I can't take my money for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think I'm going to take Jagged Edge off the list, too. That'll be my one go-go. Uh, that's a that's a that's a tough call. Um, that's a lit. That's a list. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we want to see your responses. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, this, this is tough. I mean, you know, there, there's a bunch of groups that you can that you can throw on there. Um, I was thinking like, twelve, but they didn't have the. Nah, not with this man. Not with these four. Yeah, not with those. Yeah. No, they easily got eliminated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but New Edition was the OG, and I had to take them off. Yeah, like if you put if you put New Edition on, like who do you out of those four? Like who do you put New Edition on, and then does that change your pick? Because to me, if New Edition's on, then automatically, for me at least, New Edition, Boys to Man, and Jodeci are are staying. Yeah, like get rid of those. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let us know what you think of that list. Who who got to go there? Um, if you got a different four, that would have been tougher. But I, I'd be hard pressed to see if anybody. I think a lot of people will, will either get rid of Jodeci or Drew Hill. I'm yeah. sorry, Jagged Edge or Drew Hill. I don't. I don't think Boys the Men and Jodeci are going to get kicked off anywhere. Yeah. I want. I was trying to like stick with the era, so I was trying to think like either Jodeci, Boys the Men, Tony, Tony, Tony. See, that's and what's then, more of the era. Yeah, you, know? and you get the Drew Hill, Jagged Edge, one twelve, and somebody else. But then there's like that'd have been too easy. You know, yeah. I mean, B two K. Come on now, but I mean, but no, like if you're going, if you're going new, like if you do a new edition, Boys to Men, Jodeci, you can do. You got Immature, mm-hmm. you know, make uh, make condition. Um, there's so so many that. Um, but yeah, like, and everybody's top ten is different. Oh, absolutely. But you, we get into an R and B bag. That's I'm I'm here for that all day long. That's that's what for like you didn't even have Shy on there. Like you put Shy on there. Yeah. You know. I had one. They didn't have Boys and Men on the list at all. Yeah. Sometimes so, they got to do that. You got to take the, the the big hitter off the list. You know, just to see what else you got. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, your list is invalid. <laughs> All right, that's one got to go. Hit us up and let us know what you think, whether we got it right, wrong, uh, or if you had a different four that you would throw up there and you want us to comment on, let us know that as well, and, and we'll we'll hit you back and, and give you our response for, for your own one got to go list. Thanks for tuning to episode 43, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, always remember that we are live every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure you, you follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, and follow at DumbMarksPOD. Our audio edition of the podcast is available every Monday, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. And most importantly, Steve's got the Dumb Marks After Dark shirt on. You can buy our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod. Gentlemen, yes, buy buy a shirt get a shout out live on air on the show we appreciate you guys for rocking with us each and every saturday um or when we go live on fridays with the after dark special uh we got some some stuff brewing in the kitchen here uh looking to to venture out and do some different things coming up here in the future uh things opening back up so some stuff will be changing as we work our way back to normalcy um and, and with with some podcasts that we got uh lined up down the pipe here in the future hopefully you guys will 
or like it, tune in and enjoy. Um, hit that subscribe button, get that notification turned on so you can catch us anytime we go live. Uh, final thought for me um, to follow back up with WWE wise, a um, bunch of releases yesterday from NXT. We had Dango, Tyler Breeze, Tony Nese, Arya Davari, uh, Ever Rise, August Grave, The Singh Brothers, Marina Shafir, who's married to Roderick Strong, Killian Dane, who's with Nikki Cross, Arturo Ruas, and Kurt Stallion. Anybody on that list there that catches your eye or, or you think shouldn't have been released? Uh, Breezango. Yeah, I thought um, they were Ever I feel like Everrise was just getting himself over right now. <laughs> you know? As much as I hated him to begin with. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's going to be the handsome talent now. And Marina Shafir, I don't know. She can she can stay anywhere with me. Any company. She's a favorite. Yeah. Um, also, uh, tonight, <clears throat> if you wanna if you wanna talk about old school stuff, if you wanna um, get back to to uh, jorts and and four and five XL shirts while doing the Superman, you have Bow Wow and Soldier. <laughs> I might turn it on just to just to hear and listen to it. I really enjoyed the Trina and Eve versus mm -hmm. uh, like last Wednesday, um, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. That's a playlist in and of itself. Mm -hmm. um, you guys, you guys out there talking about Cardi and and Meg Thee Stallion and all that. Um, Trina and Eve put it down for sure. Um, back in the day, as as women rappers um, that helped helped out the scene there. So that was that was an enjoyable watch and listen. Um, so I'm, I might throw on Bow Wow and Soldier Boy tonight, but I don't, it's not something that I'm jumping, yeah. jumping on for. Did they make Tony and Mary official or is that just a, another mock-up? So right now it's another mock-up as far as I know, but that, I mean, that's rumored to be, be coming down the pike. You can just give me Mary alone. I'll, I'll tune in like some hateration. Does Tony does, Tony doesn't match up with Mary for me. Yeah, no, not, not, no, 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 no. They're different. You're, yeah, different 20, you're going twenty deep. Tony's not there for me with Mary. Like very few people are there with Mary. I think she got hits. It's just I wasn't. Like if you're going with Mary J, to me, you got to do like you got to do Mariah. Don't think you'll ever get Mariah on our verses. But oh, you know, I was gonna you, say they gotta put up some money for that, I'm sure. Yeah. So like you, you gotta go you gotta go there. Um you know, if if Whitney was still alive, you know her Mariah would be amazing. Her Mariah would be good. Yeah. Um Yes, Mary Mary J that's Mary was pop. I don't Tony wasn't pop enough for me. Uh, she, to, to compare the two is that R and B love. <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know. Yeah, Mary, Mary's a tough matchup for anybody. I don't. I don't know who you would who you would put up against her in a, in a twenty for twenty. Janet, you could do Janet. I wouldn't be mad at that. But stylistically, it's, it's it, different. Yeah, it's a little different. But Jan, Janet definitely got twenty that she could put up there against Mary. Oh yeah, she does for sure. Um. But again, I don't think you'd ever see Janet on a versus. Mm -hmm. Maybe. 
Nah. Man. I got that Jackson name. Hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kick out for that. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, nah, we'll, we'll see. So, uh, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow, like, Soldier Boy to me has one or two hits, but I know he has more than that. That just, he wasn't my, like, he wasn't my my era. Like, what I told you, but to me, I'm, I'm yeah, thinking like, my, wait, yeah, you want in the club cranking that? That's <laughs> <laughs> what that I was. I like the rock version of that. That's it. I, I still think back and feel like an asshole that I did that <laughs> in the club. That was like the end of the club days. Yeah, I think I think people sleep on Bow Wow too. Bow Wow got a lot more. He got a, a lot more, a lot more mm-hmm. than what people think. He got more than he got more than uh, Draco. And he got some. And Bow Bow got features too mm. that he can pull from. Um, I don't. It'll be interesting to see how they play out because, yeah. But yeah, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see. So um i don't think i had anything else for final thoughts any, any of you guys got anything else before we wrap up and end the show uh rest up harrison ford take it easy out there my man you're 78 years old you don't need to be doing fight scenes for, or, or stunts for indiana jones he should have knew that when he broke his ankle during star wars exactly sit your brittle old ass down it's what cgi for my man <laughs> We said he was training yeah. on Star Wars. Way too old at this point for this shit. There, there ain't enough uh, boost drinks or calcium pills to, to not have your bones brittle up and break. Well, there goes the boost <laughs> And if Boost or any calcium supplement company wants to sponsor the show, please email dumbmarkspot at gmail.com. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? Mm-mm. All right. With that being said, thanks for tuning in this week. We appreciate you guys rocking with us on Saturdays here. Um, and to wrap up the show, we will go with a quote that I saw from Kevin Hart. Don't hate me from pulling a quote from Kevin Hart. I don't even know if it's his quote. He just put it up and I liked it. it says, there are people less qualified than you doing the things you want to do simply because they decide to believe in themselves, period. That hit home for me this week. It's about time for me to make some changes and um, make, make some shifts in, in how I move um, with certain things going on. So, you flying solo? No, not flying solo. Justin Timberlake? <laughs> has nothing to do with the pod. Has nothing to do with the pod. <laughs> The new, the new pod show and uh, podcast with a couple of over there. He's over here playing Reading the tea leaves. <laughs> yeah, so, um, nah, but with that being said, uh, always believe in yourself. If you want to make a change, get out there and do it. It's never too late. You're never too old. Um, do, it, do what you're passionate about, what you believe in, what you feel will make the most difference for you and your life and, and others that you may impact. Um, you know, try to try to live every day by impacting at least one person, whether you know them or not, and the world will be a better place. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in. You're a mark, we're a mark, tell a mark. And until next time, y'all can catch us around the way. <laughs>